Hello friends, loyal listeners, and bears everywhere. Welcome to a new episode of The Sound Barrier, Northeast State's official podcast. Coming to you today from our studio here at uh, the Entertainment Technology Department in the Technical Education Complex here on the Bluffville campus. Joining us today is a student, our outstanding student of the year for 2021, Melanie Fisher. Melanie, welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you here. Thank you for having me here today. I'm glad glad to have you here. Now, can you start just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you found your way here to Northeast State? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I am originally from Mount Clemens, Michigan. I moved here to Tennessee when I was about three years old, and I've lived in the Johnson City area ever since. Um, my major is social work, and I graduated from Daniel Boone High School. And I ended up here at Northeast State. It was just, I ended up here because I was really scared to go to a four-year college because at the time I was undecided about my major. And I just really wanted to go somewhere where I could just start out and get a feel of who I was as a person. So that's how I ended up here. How did you learn about Northeast State when you were at Daniel Boone? Did you, Was it like a... Um... I don't guess you were a dual enrollment student, or were you? Um, I was not, actually. I learned about Northeast State through friends. Um, They decided to come here, too, because they were kind of uncertain about what they wanted to major in, and they later figured out what their major was through taking classes and being involved with the clubs here. So that's why I really wanted to come, because just off of their personal experiences and all the opportunities they got. Now, why social work? What, What kind of intrigued you about that particular major? What really intrigues me is that how broad it is. I'm a really indecisive person, so I like that I can work in any career setting. I can work in a school setting, I can work in a hospital setting, and that just really intrigues me. And another thing is how much social workers do. I think a lot of people don't realize that social workers really do make an impact on people's lives and they're kind of work behind the scenes. And I really would just love to do something like that. So that just really got me into it. Wow, interesting. Uh, now, what were some of your early professors here at Northeast State that, that uh, you felt kind of made a, an impact or at least kind of changed how, um, well, maybe not changed, but certainly influenced uh, the path you wanted to take uh, here at college? Um, I would definitely say Rick Merritt and Lisa Buchanan. Those two professors really did leave their mark on me. Rick Merritt was my argumentation debate teacher. Um, When I came to him, I was really nervous about public speaking. I still can't believe I'm in this room right now doing something like this, (laughs) to be honest with you, because if you told me I'd be in here, I'd be like, oh, there's no way. But he really just gave me a boost of confidence into being able to speak in front of people. I used to tell him, I was like, if I go up in front of those people, I'm going to throw up. I hate to tell you, but I'm going to be sick. <laughs> and he'd be like, you'll be fine. We'll get you a trash can. And he was just really nice. And he helped me a lot. And then Lisa Buchanan, I had her for comp one. And I originally went up to her and I think everybody's intimidated about writing in college because you're still learning about the formatting, MLA and APA. And I just went up to her and our first assignment was like a narrative and I think it had to be like five pages long. Now, the high school I went to, we only like wrote two page essays. So it's like, how am I gonna do a five page essay? (laughs) Like, how do you expand your thoughts that far? So I went up to her and I was like, listen, I'm. I've never done something like this before. You're going to have to show me how to do this because you're talking about MLA and I've never heard of that before. (laughs) (laughs) And she just, ever since then, she's just been really helpful. And she actually um, nominated me for Outstanding Student. And and 
uh, a great nomination it was. We're very, very, very proud of you. You know, we know you've worked very hard and certainly represent Northeast State well. Well, thank you. What, what should people not be afraid about for just from what you've learned with Lisa about writing and, and writing essays and composition? Because college, coming into college, writing can be a little intimidating for, for people. What have you learned? Um, what could you tell people? Don't be intimidated. Just do this. Um, I think, honestly, you really shouldn't be. It is intimidating, but you really shouldn't be because anybody can do it. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to write a paper. It's just really just taking a thought and just expanding on it. And the teachers here, they'll really teach you how to format a paper and how to do everything. So you're not going to be alone in the process. And there's so many resources like the Learning Center. I've reached out to them a couple of times if I needed help. And all the professors are really helpful too. So if you are scared about going to college because of that reason, I wouldn't be because there's so many people here to help you if you are unsure. Right. Now, did you become a tutor at all when you were here? No, I'm a Keeping Our Promise mentor though. I wish I could have become a tutor, but with time and stuff, I wasn't able to. Now, what uh, as a as a Keeping Our Promise mentor, what do you do uh, in that particular role? So I mentor about... Um, I started out with 10, but now I have eight students. I mentor eight um, new students here. Um, they can range from adult learners to just traditional learners. And I just basically help them kind of get their ground at Northeast Day. I answer any questions they have. I do referrals if they need to go to, they need to know the information for a certain department. I just give them that information. I also help them with like personal issues. If they're, if they're uncomfortable with something or if they're unsure about where to go, I usually just kind of help them out. Okay. Okay. Um, now certainly COVID, it impacts, um, all our lives so much. How did you deal with the shift Back in March of 2020, when we went from classroom learning to online learning, what? Tell me a little bit about your experiences with that and how you how you kind of um, moved through that. Um, it was definitely difficult, and it still is stressful. <laughs> um, I really, I think the biggest thing that helped me deal with it is just my family and friends. Um, something that my friends did, we didn't do it obviously at the beginning of the pandemic, but when it got a little bit later on, we just kind of started making little study groups. Even though we had different classes, we just kind of all just supported each other just to get a little sense of normalcy. Mm -hmm. And we started um, just doing little study groups, stuff like that, and just taking little breaks. And my family, they were just really supportive. They just told me, if you need a quiet space in the house, you can have it. Just anything you need, we'll get it for you. Because it was scary because I'd never taken any online classes. So to have everything moved online, I was just like, what am I going to do? I have no idea what I'm doing because I am a people person. So it was lonely and it was scary. Yeah, does, Did that affect just beyond the classroom? How do you think that's affected your student peers here at Northeast State and generally? How, how do you think that the distance has affected people? I think people a lot of times, personally with myself and then what I've heard talking to other students, I think it's been really difficult to stay motivated. I really find myself sometimes just sitting there and I'm like, how am I going to get this done? It's And not everybody has friends or family that's there to support them. So I can see why they would be really just more prone to just give up and I think that's what a lot of students are suffering with it's just not feeling motivated you know it's 
it's different being in person, having someone there encouraging you and helping you than online, you know, through an email. It's just, it's very different. I can't explain it unless you've experienced it, but it's just, it's definitely a different experience. You said you'd never taken online classes. How long did it take you to adjust and what kind of, what do you know now about taking online classes? Um, as far as wisdom that you could pass on to some other student that maybe you, you didn't know a year ago. Don't wait until the last minute to work on something. <laughs> um, so I guess the biggest thing is managing my time. I always felt like um, for in-person classes, I always felt like I was a very scheduled person. Whenever this pandemic hit and we went online, Oh, Lord, I got a very rude awakening. I did not manage my time well without having like a set time where I was in class and then I would have time after class. I really just kind of lost all sense of like time. I'd wake up late and I would just like just do my homework late at night. So I just kind of had to figure out a schedule and I had to plan out my days of what this is the day I'll do comp. This is the day I'll do like um, economics. So I just, right now I just try to make like a set schedule of like what I need to get done and do it quicker instead of doing it the last minute. <laughs> gotcha. I guess time management, it's, a, it's kind of a across the board in class. Or... Yeah. I just don't know what the pandemic has done to me, but I used to be like a very managed person. And then <laughs> as soon as we like got to just have the freedom, I was like, Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of leads into my next question. How have you coped with I mean, beyond schoolwork or outside the classroom, how, how have you kind of coped with um, social distancing and the pandemic in general? Um, it's definitely been difficult because, like I said earlier, I am a people person. But, you know, we have to respect it, social distancing. Um, usually, I mean, I stay distance, but my friends, we do see each other. I mean, we're obviously not going to see each other if we have symptoms of COVID or anything like that. But I think just spending time with friends and family has really just kind of kept me sane because I'm not, um, obviously getting that, you know, personal time in school. So just having other people to just do stuff with and just to talk to about stuff going on, it really does help. Oh, of course. Yeah, that we, we all need that connection to, to some to some degree that we've lost. Now, to to switch gears a little bit, I know you were um, you are a member of our Alpha Iota chapter of the Phi Theta Kappa International Honor Society for Community Colleges. Uh, I, you are on the officer team, are you not? Yes, I am vice president of leadership. Vice president of leadership. Now, um, and for those of you who don't know, Alpha Iota Chi is a uh, um, it's a chapter of an international honor society that recognizes very high achieving academic, academic achieving students. First of all, when did you get accepted into the chapter? When did they let you know that, yes, you've, you've made the grade to, to join the chapter? Um, I got into it um, my second semester here at Northeast State. Um, they sent me a letter in the mail, and then I got an email from Jane Honeycutt, who is the advisor. And... I knew about it prior through some friends. They were really involved with it, and they had some amazing opportunities. They had gotten scholarships because of the club, and they had gotten community service hours and just really good resume material. And it just, and not only that, they helped the community. I really liked the stuff that they were doing, and so that just kind of led me to it, of knowing about it. So a good, all in all, a good experience all the way around. Oh, yes. Like, I would highly recommend if you're looking for a student organization, even if you don't join the officer team, if you're not actively doing the meetings, you can still be involved on the community service projects. Mm -hmm. um, we actually had a student, um, her name is Marilyn, and she 
um, wasn't on the officer team, but she helped us with some of the research and she participated with some of the projects. And she was at our awards um, the other night and it was very nice. Sweet. Um, this is a question I, I always try to ask students when I see them anywhere, even walk around in public or whatever. What can we improve in Northeast State? What, what can we as a college improve for our students here? I think uh, an improvement that we could definitely make is getting information um, out there to students. I know that they announce stuff through Stumail, but I think the hardest thing about Stumail is that I have my notifications turned on for it, but mm. I actually don't get them, shockingly. And I know a lot of people <laughs> who, okay. who experience the same problem. So I think announcing things on D2L where it's something that people can view regularly would be a lot better and a lot beneficial. And maybe possibly having um, another little um, portal such as, I don't know if they have it on there or not, um, the Learning Center and other resources where students can just access it easily um, even if they're not on campus or if they just need to ask a simple question. Right. So do you check the stew mail or are you much more likely to to seek out information on D2L? I mean, I think I'm much more likely to seek out information on D2L. I'll check, I check my stew mail more just because I'm involved on campus and I know a lot of people send stuff to me there. But I know um, some of my PTK members, they've had trouble with their stew mail syncing with their computer. And so <laughs> some of the stuff, some of the emails, um, they, I don't know why, but it can just, it can go to spam. Like, oh dear. Yeah. yeah. So that's why, if you don't check it regularly, that's why I feel like students aren't really getting involved in doing surveys is because they send it on stew mail. And I know a lot of people don't check that. And I've told my mentees too, mm -hmm. what stew mail is. And they're like, uh, I've never checked that. And I was like, well, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> do, do students use the remind app or like the texting? Do, how does texting work in, in, um, passing on information or, or do, do people feel that's more like spam or something no i think that's helpful i mean um getting the i actually um before i came to northeast state i signed up through tennessee promise for like the little northeast state um announcements and i think it's helpful if um right now there's not anything due but i mean with fafsa and stuff they would send me a thing saying oh there's so many days left you need to complete your fafsa it would just send you a little reminder i think it's helpful i guess it just depends on the person but i definitely like it Oh, cool. Now, what um, you are graduating this spring, correct? Yes. What What are your plans after graduation? Where Where are you going from here? Um, I am going to East Tennessee State University. I'm going to major in social work and get my bachelor's degree. And after that, I'm hoping to get my master's in the Excel program. And then. My plans after that are to work a little bit in my profession because I want to be a clinical social worker and then come back and get my doctorate. That's something that I really want to get in my life. Wow, impressive. Hmm. What advice would you give um, any student coming out of high school and they're thinking about enrolling here in Northeast State? What, what kind of, just from your experiences and everything you've kind of been able to experience in the last couple of years, how would you advise them? What would you tell them? What do you tell your mentees right now in, in Tennessee Promise as far as um, if you do this, you'll be successful? Um, I tell them um, this usually if they're struggling. I think Northeast State is a place where you kind of get your footing in. And you can save a lot of money here too. And I think a lot of times 
when students first come to college, they don't have a lot of resume material. And this is this is a place for only two years and you will eventually have to move on. So the advice I give them is usually um, to just try your best, but really try to do the best that you can because this is only a two-year college, like I said, and you really just have to take advantage of the opportunity. Take advantage of the opportunity, yeah, well said, well said. Um, now, what has motivated you to succeed in the classroom, but also in life? Because I, I'm, and I have no doubt you'll you'll get your doctorate in, in social work and go from there. What motivates you um, just on a daily basis to, to just keep going and keep fighting for what you want? So I have two motivations. I would say my parents, my mom and dad, um, they never got to attend college. And so they really just want me to do the most that I can. And every little accomplishment I make, whether it's just something simple as getting like a good grade on a paper, they're just like, go Mel, you're doing great. Like, we're so happy for you. And they just get, I just love seeing their reactions. And you can just tell it's just so genuine because they never got that opportunity. And I just love making them proud. And then my second motivation is just my future. Every time I get down on myself about a certain assignment or if I just feel frustrated with school, I just tell myself that one day this will all pay off and I won't have to be in school anymore and I'll be working as a social worker and I'll be happy one day. Very compelling reason. So you're a first-generation college student? Yes. Wow, impressive. How has Northeast State um, changed who you were as a freshman to right now? Um, I think Northeast State has definitely brought me out of my comfort zone. Just the teachers where it is a smaller school, you get on a first name basis with the faculty here and the professors. So they know you by your name and they're going to, you know, encourage you to speak out in class and talk and get into those discussions. So when I look at my um, first year self, I and myself now, I just can't believe the person I've become. I've become such um, a confident public speaker. Like I said earlier, I never thought I would do something like this. If you told me my first semester of me that I'd be in a studio doing an interview, I'd be like, there's no way. <laughs> like, I would never do something like that because I used to get so nervous. But through just participating and just being involved in this school, I've been able to overcome so many fears and just so many flaws with myself. Wow. Well, very impressive. That's what we want to hear. That's certainly what Northeast State strives to do for all our students, mm-hmm. and, and it's our goal for everyone. Well, Melanie, we have arrived at the three-question rapid-fire challenge. Are you ready for these questions? I am ready. Now, if you, you have not been told these questions, you have no idea what I'm about to ask, do you? No, I'm a little nervous, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> all right. Question. No no reason to be not nervous. Just, uh, just quick ones here, just quick responses. Okay. Uh, question number one. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Iced coffee. Why? Uh, I just think it tastes better. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Iced coffee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it certainly is popular. Question number two: Fall or spring? Ooh, spring. Spring. Okay. Just like the color, just fresh, new, good weather, all that. I'm a hiker, so I like to be outside. So when it's cold, I don't oh, like to. Oh, you're a hiker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. F- what favorite hike? Oh, favorite hike. I love hiking at Bays Mountain. I used to go there all the time. It's a, it's not a really big hike, but I just love going up there. I think it's because of my family. My grandpa used to always take me there, but I love going to the park and doing the fire tower hike. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sweet. 
Okay. Good to know also. Question number three, Mars Rover or Falcon 9? Falcon 9 is Elon Musk's rocket system and all that space exploration by private means. Um, I'm going to go with the Mars Rover. Going with the Mars Rover. Okay. Yeah. It's it's pretty impressive to see Mars. He's yeah. since back photos. Got it. Okay. Mars Rover. Well, Melanie, that brings us to the end of this episode. We can't thank you enough for being a guest, for coming down here and, and being on the show. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you guys for having me today. This has been really fun. Cool. And, of course, also very, very proud of uh, everything you've accomplished in Northeast State and know you're going on to bigger and better things. Well, thank you. Well, that's it, friends. That's it for this episode of The Sound Barrier. I want to thank you for tuning in. NortheastState.edu. NortheastState.edu. That's the Northeast State College official website. And we want to thank our friends in entertainment technology. If you're looking for a degree, why not check out entertainment technology? It's a lot more than you ever imagine. Also, Subscribe to The Sound Barrier, soundbarrier.net or thesoundbarrier.com. Smash that old subscribe button at either one of those websites. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Pandora, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We're on them all. Check them out and get episodes like this streamed straight to your listening device anytime you want them. Until next time, folks, my name's Tom Wilson. I've been your host for this episode. Take care, farewell, and we'll see you again soon.